Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Hello, Greg. Hey. <laughs> How's it How's going? Things are good. How are you doing? Good. We have a cryptocurrency course that is a partial sponsor of the show. And uh, we have a bundle here. So I just thought I'd show it off before we start the show. We also have a guest coming on in 20 minutes. It's a good course. Yeah. Learn crypto and massage. Yeah. From us. <laughs> bundle. Yeah. Two courses. Massage in bodies, one. massage your wallet. <laughs> Yeah, so I actually just created a. I'll create a short, short link to this, and I'll just put it in the description. So all right, short shorts. This has been a kind of drab few days, you know, which is like eh, a little bit up, a little bit down. Talk about the Trading weather or the sideways. sideways action of Bitcoin. Sideways action of the entire market. Cardano Sad. and Ethereum, they're they seem to be doing relatively better than. Than Bitcoin, though. Yes, and here's why. Um, Real Vision did a poll. I sent you that image. First, they were on Twitter, and they said, "What is the coin that's going to give you the best return over the the next 12 months?" And they just let anybody rhyme off any coin there, and they were given 600 suggestions. Yeah. And out of those 600 suggestions, they picked the top four, and then they vote voted those top four out of the 600. Um, yeah, so whichever was re like whatever whatever is repeated the most, right? So the, the most votes. So they took the top four that were upvoted the most, and then they made a a, a, a major vote out of those four. Yeah. And it was uh, Cardano was one of them on that top four list. I just got to get back to that image that I sent you. Yeah. And it was Cardano was one of them. And Cardano. <laughs> and Cardano, that's the only one you need. ADA and, and Cardano. H <laughs> <laughs> uh, bar. So Hedera is that Hedera Hashgraph? I think H bar. Okay, that, that one. Nano that mentioned before. And Hex. Hex. Yeah. So so out of the six hundred responses, those are the top four choices. And this overwhelmingly, is... overwhelmingly, seventy four percent picked Cardano ADA as. Yeah. The best performing crypto asset over the next 12 months. Okay. And this just kind of validates our flag waving because we've done a lot of research on this and we've been following Charles Hoskinson and the team and Cardano Africa and what, everything that they're doing. And now the community's catching on. So this to me is a really good positive event. Okay. And this isn't the first poll that somebody's done. I've, heard, I've seen a few other polls. I think I've even sent you one or two others in the past. Different people that say, yeah, I, who, who's better, Polkadot or ADA? Who's going to make you more returns, Chainlink yeah. or ADA? And the majority of them are choosing ADA. So it's got a lot of community momentum behind it, that social velocity we keep talk, talking about. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I watched I watched that video on Polkadot with uh, Laura Shin. I thought, okay, this is going to be one of the few appearances Gavin Wood is going to explain exactly what parachains are and then uh i don't know i just i just tuned out he i'm sure he's a super smart guy but i just yeah. he just couldn't get to the point and i thought okay <laughs> i'm not so, so sure about, about as Polkadot. an investor that's a scary predicament right because if you, like what i've heard i learned long time ago from some really smart people is if you cannot explain your idea to an eight-year-old then you don't you don't really know what you're doing <laughs> 
It's like, it has to be kind of like an ex, an eight-year-old has to be able to explain it, or you have to be able to explain it and then they can explain it back to you. Yeah. And I think Charles Hoskins from ADA basically says, we're providing a worldwide platform to verify people's identity, to give them property rights and ownership and have a currency across people's recording their educational records. You know, it's like he, 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 he can do it better than I can, but you know, you have to be able to express explicitly, you know, in, in easy to understand terms, what it is your project is. And you're right, Gavin Wood, he has not convinced me that polka dot is the thing. It's over my head. Every time he talks, he's just like, what? What?" Yeah. And and he had Laura Schindler, who's, who's pretty skilled at, you know, directing people. And she had, (laughs) so I was was a little bit concerned after that, but, uh, well, you got an article here. Yeah. I, I thought this would be the, the headline story at the beginning of the week, but you know, things always come up, but I, I made it a nice thumbnail. Quickly. Um, but yeah, have you, have you heard about any news about Elon and Vitalik? Like there was, yes. there was Twitter, I think a tweet, I think Elon, I think he was taunting Vitalik he, that, that he fears the Doge. And then Vitalik wrote a blog article this week on his, his website. Ba- basically, yeah, kind of saying there's problems with Elon's plan to uh, scale scale the Dogecoin. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say Vitalik Buterin probably has more experience in this realm. Uh, just because, you know, he's, you know, that's been his life's work. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't count out Elon entirely. Like, like he's an engineer and he's super brilliant. I don't know what Elon's IQ is, but when he wants to learn something, he quickly masters it. Oh yeah. So I mean, he, he he wanted to learn about rocket propulsion. Okay, he's mastered that. I mean, you know, he wanted to learn about hyper tunnels and things. Anyways, the, the guy's brilliant. I wouldn't count him out, but he he might have bitten off more than what he can chew. I think it's probably a lot more difficult than he thought it than he thinks it is. Yeah, and there's there's totally different coins. I mean, Ethereum <laughs> has the whole ecosystem around it right now, and, and Doge is it's just a cryptocurrency coin, right? It's yeah um you there was talk about flare networks which is kind of like this new granddaddy of them all smart contract uh layer that was a one-to-one not almost a one-to-one a little bit more than one-to-one airdrop for your xrp remember that happened they did the uh screenshot on december and then in starts to roll out in june you're going to get some flare tokens you're going to see next month you're going to get some 15 percent of what's owed to you will get deposited into your account at ccom crypto.com but anyway so flare flr flare is kind of this like really incredible um smart contract add-on has a lot of a lot more functionality in the DeFi space Mm -hmm. and i think they are going to be putting that functionality on dogecoin so dogecoin could do some of the small things that ethereum can do yeah in the future okay Kathy Wood actually was on this um, consensus. I think it was like a virtual event for all the big personalities in the space this week. And yeah, I, I don't know. It slipped under under my radar. Um, but she made a comment on Elon again. Um, and They're pretty buddy-buddy, right? Kathy Wood and Elon. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she, she explained the issue with Bitcoin, it's on environmentalists, this this movement, and and she's basically she thinks Elon can do for uh, you know she'll help Bitcoin 
in the long term. Um, okay. Yeah, but with yeah with other other coins, there's you know he can't. I mean, Bitcoin is basically his his focus on the environment and Dogecoin. Um, but she's focusing on Ethereum. It's, it sounds okay. like after reading this. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, they all start with uh, Bitcoin, and then you know, right? That's the gateway drug, the gateway crypto, and then they filter down the list. So they go to Ethereum because that's number two. And then who's number three right now? On the market cap. Yeah. Number that's three, well, Tether. Tether's a, a that's a stable coin. It's not really going to do anything. But Binance. Well, if we look at coin market cap, Ooh. Cardano is really the next one after that. And you can see a lot of that momentum is shifting to Cardano. It is more environmentally friendly. And Cardano, Charles Hoskin, he's been putting the feelers out, speaking to Mark Cuban. He's been uh, inviting uh, Elon to come and talk to him, come to his farm and things like that, come to his ranch. So I think yeah. you're going to see, Greg, a lot of money is going to filter down into, into Cardano over the next little bit. I think we're, we're on to something. We really... Like getting into Cardano now is like getting into Ethereum in 2015, 2016. Yeah, that's a solid bet as, as we talk about most episodes. Um, did you watch that interview with the XRP? I think he's the Ripple. Brad Garlinghouse, yeah, he's my hero. Yeah, that was, that was a great video. He explained it well. And uh, that was CNBC. Yeah. Um, video that I think was filmed this week it gave me a lot of confidence about you know what it does and XRP yeah the rest of the cryptocurrencies as limited supply so yeah that's also that's number three on Coindesk uh their their market yeah they're account. the next two right like those are two of my top holdings right now XRP and ADA yeah. but you look at just getting back quickly because we just said you know getting into Cardano ADA now is like getting into Ethereum back in in this time 2016 so yeah. this is going back five years so five yeah. years ago, pretty much to the day, if we could see like May 26th, it was $11.86. That's how much Ethereum was trading for. Mm -hmm. And today it's $2,700. Yeah. 27 divided by 11.86. Okay, let's just say 2,800 divided by 11.86. So 236 times your money in five years. Is it worth the wait? If you have a thousand dollars after five years, you've got two hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars. It's not bad. What do those numbers look like to you? How does that make you feel to hear that? Like this is crypto. Yeah. Name me name me any stock that has done that in the history of time. Yeah, I mean the gain the gains and the excitement are are definitely in, in crypto. Yeah. And so Cardano's trading at less than two dollars right now. Where's it going to be five years from now? Yeah, where do you where do you think do you have an updated prediction on it with, after a bit more uh, information? I, I, after I think that it's, sure. Five years from now, I think it'll flip Ethereum, and Ethereum will flip Bitcoin. So Ethereum will flip Bitcoin, and then Cardano will flip Ethereum, and it will be number one. Okay, so from a dollar sixty something <laughs> to whatever Ethereum's at. Three thousand. I love you. Three thousand. I love you. Three thousand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
it's I mean it's amazing. We're we're like early adopters. We we just got to be patient. Just being speaking of being patient, I sold three things today. I completely emptied my stacks in Zilliqa, yeah, and Hollow Chain. And okay. what else did I get rid of? Zilliqa, Hollow Chain. I better check before I say something wrong. Because it's the end of the month, Greg. The rent is yeah. too damn high. Matic. I sold out of Matic. Because I got a 5X on Matic, yeah. There's a lot of... Um, that's been on the hot gainers list uh, recently. And I know the YouTubers are just coming out with videos this this week. Like, I probably sold out too soon. But yeah, got to keep the lights on. Yeah. You got a lot... You had a lot of Matic? I, just um, I started with a thousand when it when it was a three x for me when I tripled my money I sold half yeah and then it's five times my money now so I sold the other half at five times so average about four times my money on that one nice that's good so, not bad and I think I only put in I don't know five hundred bucks <laughs> about a thousand a thousand coins for like four eighty yeah so I made two thousand five hundred or something two thousand. Nice. Somewhere over there. So you, when It'll, you go in, at least you're you're putting down like a thousand, right? So it's will keep a roof over my head for the next month. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, I just put a couple hundred, and it's it's in a. I'm staking it on Binance. Okay, cool. And what percentage are you getting? Because that's like pays high, right? Like that was one of our topics for today. Yeah, it's it's I think seventeen uh, percent, something that's like crazy. that. Just for 15 days, though, right? Uh, let's see. I got so yeah, 60 days at oh 13.56 percent. Oh, 60 days. Okay, so two months at 13 percent on Matic. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Is that good? That's crazy good. 16 percent. Well, not sure of the camera. A little bit blurry. Oh, there it is. Okay, 13 percent estimated. Now, why do they say estimated, not guaranteed? Why is it fluctuating? I don't know. Good question. This is a good question. Yeah. yeah. Binance is paying. How are they able to do that? I don't know. I'm must... new to staking on Binance. Well, when you stake it, they use your coins in their trading platform. Like that's one of the things you have to put a check mark when you check it, at least on crypto.com, right? You agree that you allow them to use your coins for yeah other other things like it's not actually sitting in a vault somewhere they're actually utilizing it so they're yeah. using it probably in their binance smart chain and their in their pancake swap they're, you're you're basically a liquidity provider yeah and that's that's what you get paid so every time yeah. they make a transaction they're getting one or two percent right so they can trade your coins like a thousand times yeah in that time in that 60 days your coins could go back and forth a thousand times <clears throat> and every time they do they're getting a one percent or one and a half percent fee so if it if it does it a thousand times, they've made a thousand percent. So they yeah. can afford to pay you thirteen percent, right? That's how they can do it. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot a lot going on there. Um, Where it's different from the bank, right? Like if you like when you loan your money to a bank, they loan it out to somebody else, but they only loan it out to one person, right? They can't mm -hmm. keep reloaning that. Well, I guess maybe they can because they have something called the fractional reserve banking. They can they can they can loan up to ninety percent. They only have to have ten percent in reserve of what they can loan out. Mm -hmm. But uh, an exchange is different from a, from a from a loan provider because you know they get money on every swap, so they want to swap it as many times as possible. 
Yeah. Like they, they get it, they benefit when there's a lot of volume. So that's how you get those yields. And that's why the banks pay crappy pretty much anyways. You can't get good interest because that's that's kind of all dictated by the Federal Federal Reserve. Yeah. Well, I was I was um, surprised to find out today. Like I was focused on finding the best place to stake Bitcoin for interest. Yep. There's not a lot of good information out there. Like BlockFi was on there, crypto.com, uh, Binance doesn't doesn't pay that much. It's 1.2. Only 1.2. Yeah, that's so low. Yeah, so and they're paying thought, so much more in Matic. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's you, like you definitely have to to optimize it. You have to kind of hone in on that coin and do some research. Switching around, yeah. Oh, shit, um, that's so good. Yeah, so I, I thought, oh, maybe the strategy is to move Bitcoin from Coinbase and Binance to Crypto.com uh, because if it's sitting on on the Ledger hardware wallet, it's not. It's not doing much. It's not, um, but but it is interesting on the ledger wallet. You can't you can loan out stable coins. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Have you have you tried that out or, at all? Um, I haven't. I don't have any stable coins right now. I'm I'm fully vested in everything else. Yeah. I mean, it's a good return, right? Like I can get I think get I can get ten to twelve percent for okay, any stable uh -huh. coin. Yeah, crypto.com. Yeah, yeah, they have a good yield. Yeah. But I think all the coins that I have are appreciating greater than that. Right? So there's more volatility, yes. Like I did take a big huge hit over the last few days and the value of them like dropped by like 60%, but they're climbing yeah. back up again. So I mean if I put them all in a stable coin, there'd be no volatility. It would just the dollar amount would stay the same and I'd get the 10 or 12%. Yeah. But on the upswing in the bull market, I wouldn't benefit from any, you know, a dollar stable coin is going to be a dollar. It's never going to be more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's different strokes for different folks. <laughs> yeah. What's the current price, Greg, for for Bitcoin right now? 38.2K. 38.2. Okay. Because I just got my, I finally got my, I had to actually email BlockFi support. And yeah. ask for my bonus payout payout because they were supposed to give it to me on the May fifteenth, but I think they're probably still reeling from that that mix up, right? Where they, oh yeah, the lost bitcoins. What did you say it was thirty eight four? Thirty eight point two. Point two. Okay, because they paid me bonus. They paid me point zero 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 seven eight nine three nine bitcoin. Yeah. So I just want to see how much that that is because it's supposed to be forty bucks. Seven eight. Nine three nine. Thirty bucks. I think they shortchanged me. Did they send it to you automatically or you have to you have to claim it? They sent it to me automatically. Yeah. Well, I did have to email them to remind them to send it to me automatically. It's supposed to oh that's okay, so forty but it's supposed to be forty dollars US. And they only gave me thirty dollars US. Someone's got some splaining to do, Greg. BlockFi's on the hit list. Yeah, I'm not so happy with them. Yeah. Are they? They're um. Are they American? Yeah. yeah. Exchange like Andre Jeek talks about him a lot, but yeah, he's got he's he's got a million dollars on them, or at least seven hundred thousand. Yeah. 
So they're another crypto exchange like Coinbase or do they? They're, you can buy and sell. They're, they're not so much an exchange as a kind of a lending platform, a lending and borrowing platform. So okay. they custody your coins and then they loan them out and they pay a small percentage. I don't yeah. know how much assets they have under management. I think it's a lot. All the YouTubers are like sprouting, spewing out, sprouting out their uh, referral links for this. <laughs> Must so, have a good referral program. Yeah. Well, okay, I was supposed to get 40 bucks for depositing. And it cost me $26 to make the transfer and they've only paid me 30 bucks. So basically I've only made $4, but they lowered my interest rate. It's costing me money to be on BlockFi right now, Greg. I'm going to get the hell off this platform. <laughs> Seriously. Can't you transfer your Bitcoin to crypto.com? Yeah, I will. At the end of the month, they're going to pay me one more interest on, Mar on May 31st. I'll get one more interest payment and then I'm out of here. I'm done with them. Okay. Uh, Jules has a quick comment here what altcoins are you guys invested in hello jules thank you for your question thank you for joining us greg take it away pretty much the same as terry um on on, on the larger more popular coins like cardano uh ethereum i've been topping up on bitcoin during this this uh this past week week or so but yeah xrp dogecoin and then I've been getting a little bit more adventurous with Polygon Matic Internet Protocol. Um, What's your average price on Matic? On Matic, uh, I think I got it under $2. But then when I first made the tutorial, um, or that was an internet computer. Yeah, I better check before I say anything. Okay. Uh, internet computer, I think I got it at three over 300 uh. Yeah, then you're done like 129 <laughs> or something. Isn't it back over 200 though? I think it's doing okay now. Let's see. Ending that computer. Yeah, 130. Oh shoot. Okay, no. Wow. Oh, it's down 22 percent over the last seven days. Ooh. Yeah, Matic. Wow. Matic, I got it at a buck 59. Okay, that's good. Yep. Yeah. Just to get profitable enough. on that one. Yes. Got a couple hundred. I, I, I seem to be very lucky to get these coins at a really low entry point. That's your superpower. Yeah. And you're then the, I kind of get the out. early birds. <laughs> I get out while everybody else is getting in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You must have some uh, some secret insider club. Yeah, I don't know. Here. Just luck, I guess. Just luck. <laughs> okay. Um so, so did you did you sign up for consensus the the virtual event this week no you know i have a membership now for real vision so i i, yeah. I did the 14 day free trial for a dollar oh, yeah sorry, it's not a, i'm not a free trial so i did the 14 day trial for a buck yeah and then um they automatically bill you after that and i was too lazy to cancel my subscription so i'm like ah whatever it was like 250 bucks for a year subscription to all their videos unlimited access to all the real vision videos okay so, um, and yeah, part of that, sorry, to answer your question, part of that membership was consensus. I was oh, so they gave it. you the, the full access? Yeah, which I never took advantage of. I got a busy life, you know. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good value. I think it was the tickets were like 250 bucks or something, but yeah. I didn't realize they had an all-star lineup, like Tom Brady, Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, 
uh Reed Dalio, Kathy Woods. Like how did yeah, I how did I miss this? And that was just that's been going on for the last couple of days or what? Yeah, last three days. Virtual. Okay. Event. Oh, we should uh, hear a lot of videos on that coming up then. Yeah, I think CoinDesk, their YouTube channel, I looked at their last several videos. Um, yeah, I don't think they're getting a lot of views. Um, so maybe the algorithm didn't help them. Okay, Jules has a question. All right, another question, Jules. Could you explain how leverage coins work and what are the risks? Yes. Can I field that question? Yes, you can. So anytime you're trading with leverage, you're borrowing money from the exchange and you're putting up your coins as collateral for that privilege and you pay a little bit of interest on that. So let's just say, for example, you want you have $100, but you want to trade as if you have $1,000. So you'd get 10x leverage. So you're using your own $100 and you're borrowing 900 from the broker. Um, so basically, you have to pay that money back. So if, if, if you're going long, for example, and you're saying, I bet the market is going to go up by 10%. So if it does go up by 10%, you actually have made 100%. Because 10% of a thousand is a hundred dollars, but you only put a hundred dollars of your own money in there. So a 10% upswing doubles your money. So that's why trading with leverage is amazing because you can multiply your gains. But here's the caveat of that. If you were going long and it went up, it goes and it goes down 10%. Well, now you've lost, right? You've lost your hundred bucks is gone. The exchange says, that's it, boom, we're taking our 900 out right away and we're taking your $100 out. So, you know, 10% of $100 should only be 10 bucks, right? But because you borrowed money, you got to pay 10% of the other 900 that you borrowed. So you, you're ending up paying $100. You, you, a 10% loss is actually 100% loss for you at 10x leverage. And there's even exchanges that will do 100x leverage. So every dollar in either, in either direction is $100 of gains or losses. So that's how that works. I don't do it because that to me is gambling. And the reason I don't do it is because I also feel that there's AI and logarithms and some sort of, uh, well, the exchanges know what your selling point is. Like if you put a stop loss order in to minimize your losses, the exchange knows that it's in their system. You've set it in their system. So they can manipulate the price and, and spike it down, like candlestick it down like wick it down for a split, split moment to trigger your stop loss, and then they liquidate you. And it's like, well, you, you, you told them what you're going to sell your coins at. You told them. You, you told them what price you'll sell it at. So all they have to do <laughs> is make that price go down temporarily, which they can. So anyways, hello, Kevin. Kevin, I got your email, buddy. He's trying to get in, I guess. Yeah. What, what are you looking there. at, the private chat? Yeah. Come all on right, in, Kevin. Bring in Kevin. Anyways, uh, Jules, I hope that answered your question about leverage. Yeah, thanks. Hello, for Kevin. Hello. Nice Hello. To meet you. Nice hey, to meet Kevin. You. Hello. Nice hey, Kevin. Nice, nice to meet you too. I owe you an email return. Sorry, I've just been too busy. I did start for follow up, so I'll give you a proper response at some point in the future. No problem. I've got a, a few of those too. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, every day me, I probably get 150 emails uh, through my work and my personal yeah, email to my own businesses. So yeah, I got 196 starred for follow-up. <laughs> sounds about right. It's kind of like a typical like day for me. Yeah. Awesome. Welcome. Thank, Thank you for joining us. us. 
Yeah. Uh, for, for people that are watching, I'll give a bit of context here. So I know Kevin from our former colleagues, and uh, I think when I think when Bitcoin dipped, that's when I got a message from from Kevin, and so we start chatting about crypto, and and uh, yeah, here we are. He's been watching the, the podcast, and uh, yeah, I thought Thank you. bring him on. We're beginner friendly. What's um, your history with? With uh, cryptocurrency investing, Kevin. Well, the history is long, um, and maybe <laughs> a little, like quite a few other people, I I missed all the opportunities. Like it was given to me on a silver plate, and and I still missed it. You know, it was um, it's kind of depressing when I think about it. So my first exposure to crypto, and the first time I ever heard of cryptocurrencies, um, and actually it was Bitcoin, was just over ten years ago. Um, there was a guy at my, at my office, he sent me a, a, an instant message one day at work and he's like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about getting into this thing called Bitcoin. It's some, th you know, cryptocurrency and, uh, uh, you know, you, you might want to check it out because I think this is going to be the next big thing. Like, this is going to be huge. And, you know, you might want to kind of... Oh, yep. Kevin, that's here. <laughs> Your uh, your audio is lagging. Yeah, and your your picture's frozen too. <laughs> Me? No, no, you're okay, Greg. You and I are doing good. Yeah. Just Kevin's frozen on my this, screen. This, this happened the one time with you. Um, Did it? Oh, okay. Yeah, and then but you were on headphones at that time. I think it was your Bluetooth. Maybe uh, not, yeah, Bluetooth. Been the yeah the headphones, the latency. Mm. Um, but <laughs> I'm pushing five bars right now. I got five bars of access. Oh, Kevin, right. sorry, bud. Sorry, okay, Kevin. Well, let's see, see if we can. Uh, let me just send him a message. Um, yeah. Air late latency. That's a problem when you're live. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, that's a 10 years ago. Imagine if he had put $1,000 in Bitcoin 10 years ago. Oh, my God. 10 goodness. years ago. 2011. Yeah. I, I was uh, working with him in 2013. You know, he never let's, mentioned Bitcoin to me. <laughs> Let's go to the way back machine. Actually, I think coin market cap only goes back as far as 2014. Oh, he's persistent. Yeah. So there we go. Sorry about that, guys. My yeah. internet down there, so I just had to switch switch to hard connection. Oh, cool. Right. That's smart. Is Good your stuff. um your echo? There's a bit of audio echo. A bit of an there. echo. Okay, let me turn down the volume. I think I've got the yeah. There we go. If you go to the settings and the audio, there's an echo cancellation checkbox. That Ooh, might I help. like that. Streamyard. Cut that on, I think. Does it sound yeah, a little bit better? Now I have my audio pretty loud, so maybe it's better now. Yeah, you sound good now. Yeah, yeah. All right, great. Yeah. So, so 10 years ago, Bitcoin. 10 years ago, yeah. I think it was about 2010, somewhere around there, that this person contacted me and and, uh, you know, I just kind of pushed it off and I thought, eh, it seems a little speculative and I don't think it's really going to go anywhere. And nobody else was talking about cryptocurrency at that time. So do you remember what the price was at that time? Oh, it was, uh, you know, I, I, I can't, but I'd have to look at the chart to see, but it would be uh, like, you know, it must be like a dollar or less than a dollar. Wow. Oh, man. Because <laughs> this was you didn't just Bitcoin to me back then. <laughs> it would have been good. 
I know. I was even wondering if I still have that chat. I think I may have even saved that chat, although it probably would just anger me when I looked at it, right? Kind of go like, oh my goodness, I'd, like if I had piled, you know, even $1,000 into it, of course, back then, um, it would be a different story. But that's what, you know, I've done a lot of my life where I've invested in a lot of different types of, of assets, whether it's stocks or um, well now crypto or, or real estate or other investments, you know, I, I quite often... Um, unfortunately, <clears throat> kind of miss a lot of the warning signs and miss the um, the, the notifications and the um, you know the the room you know the word on the street and all that stuff. And then I kind of get in um, a little bit later. But again, with with certain things like this, again, I don't really think that there's a bad time. There's better times, of course. But you know, I've I've just you know more recently, probably about. A year ago, I started getting a little bit more serious in crypto, and I thought, you know what, I, I need to start diversifying my investments. Um, you know, start moving out of kind of the normal types of, of asset classes. Um, you know, I, I was becoming more and more aware of just how much money is getting printed. You know, where I heard a stat um, actually just recently, a few months ago, that said that about 15% of the entire money supply in the U.S. is getting printed every year now over the last few years. So if you don't, if your money isn't growing at a, at a rate of maybe say 15%, like in theory, you're almost, you're losing out. Your money's becoming um, arguably, you know, 15% less valuable as you've that got true. more inventory out there, right? So, yep. uh, you know, I started thinking about diversifying into other asset classes. And I, again, I, I got back into crypto um, and, uh, and and now I'm looking at, at continuing to kind of grow it and to get some dollar cost averaging going and continuously adding to my portfolio as time goes on. Like I want to kind of pick the right ones. Like I think what like what you you guys are doing is similar to what I'm trying to do. Where I'm getting, I'm trying to find like those really good solid cryptos where you know you can reliably put money into it every month and um, feel that you know you're getting a really good solid investment. And then I'm also kind of playing with some money on the side. You know, playing with of other types of altcoins and, and, you know, smaller coins like, um, like the SHIB2, which I've dove into. <laughs> to just how many, how, how many SHIB do you have, Kevin? Uh, let's, let's take a look. <laughs> we'll compare SHIBs. Millions I have in my... How big is your dog? Uh, so it's, it's 22 million, 22.1 million. Oh, you got more than me. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that's fallen a few times too. So yeah. I, you know, I've, I've already lost, uh, you know, uh, probably about like i think it's down to about a third of its original value or a third yeah probably about a third okay. to, to yeah so you know it's gone down a bit but it's one of those things too where i'll just keep it i'll hang on Here's to my it. ship account right now okay yeah, 69 million <laughs> i'm a little underwater on it right now yeah i, I spent a thousand bucks and it's worth 750 now so i'm down 25 percent but that's okay. You know, when I put money in that thing, I, I kind of, you know, I didn't expect much. Like I yeah. actually got a sign up bonus from a bank for opening up a new account yeah. and it's free money. And I thought, Hey, you know, if I'm going to put this money somewhere, I might as well put it into something I, I wouldn't mind trying out. But if I lose it, it's like, it's money I never had anyways. So that's true. Yeah. yeah that's a good way to look at it. It's, it was a good use of that money. Like I don't feel bad you know, if I lose it. It's just, you know, it's, you know, it's one of these things where you, you never know where it's going to go. There's been a lot of yeah. talk. About it. Anytime you invest a windfall, like unexpected, that's a gift that keeps on giving, you know, if it appreciates in value. 
Because I got paid, I got paid for one of my massage packages. Like I sold the massage package to a client. I got paid in crypto, and and it's like the value of this massage package just keeps growing and growing and growing. You got paid in yes. uh, V chain, right? In V chain, yeah, I got paid five hundred dollars worth of V chain for a package of massage. And at one point, it got to as high as four thousand dollars. Nice. That's I a great feeling. I called my customer back because I'm going to give you another free package. It's just like I, I kind of feel bad that you you sold your crypto to me. <laughs> so I've got a couple of stories on that too. So I just recently, um, I guess, again, you're both in BC too. So you know, here in BC, for those that aren't in BC, um, we've got uh, ICBC, right, which is our yeah. our one stop shop when it comes to insurance, our, our government public sector insurer. So they, they gave out some checks recently, rebate checks, right? Yeah. These are the COVID-19 rebate checks. I kind of call them propaganda funds in a way. They're <laughs> How much did you get back? Driven funds. So I got back about 120 bucks. Right on, good stuff. So I dumped it into some crypto. I, I put good. it into, into some Ethereum. And um, I just thought, hey, I'll just, you know, what am I going to do with this thing? I want to see how, how much I can grow. You know, it's $120, right? So I have a little bit of a story to people. Because most yes. people... 20 bucks and it'll last a day, right? They'll go to a Love restaurant and pizza. They'll order some pizza, exactly. They'll, you know, maybe buy some drinks or something and yeah. it'll be fun. So I, yeah, I put it into Ethereum when I got it, which was, um, when did I get it? Just over a month ago, oh, I guess. Wow. And uh, anyways, it, it went up, I think at a peak about 110%, right? Nice. So my 120 some odd dollars was like 240 bucks. So nice. It's kind of you know a good great feeling, right? I Take. love stories like that. The gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, investments they they just keep paying dividends, literally. <laughs> they do, and and here's another story too that um, that's similar to your story about the massage package, where uh, a, a friend of mine had a, a, I guess a, a friend of his. He, I don't think he knew him that well, but he was owed a bunch of money for some some business debts, and this guy was was financially broke. And this was again a long time ago. I think this was probably probably a decade ago or so. I can't remember exactly when it, he said it happened, but let's say it was probably about a decade ago. This this guy basically told, "Look, you know, I have no money. I'm broke. All I have are these things called bitcoins. That's all I can offer you, right?" Like so. So he, he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I guess I can take them." And you know, because for him, for this guy, it was big. You know, it was better than getting nothing, right? Which sure, was sure. the other option. So he took this this bitcoin and he hung on to it. And according to my friend, you know, he th those coins are worth hundreds of millions of dollars. So I think he got like three hundred million dollars or something like that. Wow! And this guy was just yeah, living like a, a king. Does um, he still have his? Uh, does he still have his like private keys? He has access to them. He can. Did he sell them? Yeah, apparently. And oh. there's that story in Squamish, right? Uh, you may have heard where there's a climber. This guy, I guess he he, he ultimately was. Um, I don't know if you heard this story. He was killed. Like he was found on a logging road, and you know that wasn't where the story ended. Like it came out on the news a little while later that he was, I guess he had left the U.S. I think he was wanted in the U.S. He somehow kind of made it into Canada, and he uh, was also worth a fortune um, uh, with cryptocurrencies. They didn't specify okay. exactly how much, okay. uh, but you know he had you know a lot of money in, in crypto, and I think only he had. You know the passwords too to yeah. this. So, so when he passed away, you know his all his, that money gone, and others around him, you know, again got nothing. Oh, oh man, 
Yeah, that that's important to have a contingency plan. Yeah, it's a reminder. You have a plan B, Greg. You have you have uh, a, a will. <laughs> no, but I, I, this year has been so crazy. You know, just investing, whether it's into Well Simple or crypto, and yeah, moving at such a fast pace that you like. I, it's only this week I've started to look at earning interest on my crypto. But yeah, it's it's worth it to 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 look at the uh having a will drawn up um what about you kevin you got a you have a family we don't know anything about your family life yeah i do yeah, i've got a couple of kids so right yeah I, I have a will i've got a homemade will or, or okay. some of those little packages but um i think you, you got to have a will period absolutely like and yeah. even if you craft it yourself and even if like in bc even if it's just on a handwritten napkin it'll still count legally so you what about your crypto assets how do you how do you bequeath those to your loved ones upon your passing. Um, I, I actually haven't got that added to the will yet, so I'm going to have to. Because that's going to be the hardest, right? That would be the hardest to reallocate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I hadn't even thought, I mean, again, this changes the whole dynamic again, because like our whole system is built on this, you know, on traditional fiat currency and, you know, just, yeah, the, the transferring of money and uh, stocks and hard assets. But yeah. when it comes to, to it's, like, like I, I think most lawyers, like, yeah, like, yeah, I don't think anybody would even know how to manage that, right? Like, exactly. and even with divorces too. Like, I'm, I was thinking about that today. If there's a divorce, like, how does crypto even factor into that? Um, yeah, that's true. Does it, or how do they, you know, how well, do they? I, do that I, or not? I transferred it to a private ledger, and then I went boating, and it fell out of my pocket. It's somewhere in the lake. I have no access to those keys anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> something like that i wouldn't do that but you got to think about that you build your portfolio right I mean, if you've only got a little bit of money and that's not a big deal but if you start adding more and more money and and again i do think like we are really at the beginning too that yeah. there's yeah. like there's a lot more to come with this right and some people might say well you know i, I missed out in the beginning kind of like what i was thinking but i mean that was only 10 years ago right i mean 10 yeah. years is not a long time this is still the most, the youngest asset. This is the newest asset class that's been created in, you know, a hundred years or so, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and again, real estate's been around for hundreds of years and there's stocks and bonds since the 1600s, you know, uh, derivatives, you know, futures contracts, things like that. But this is really the, uh, it's a new asset class altogether. And it's only 10 years old. You're right. I was talking to a friend of mine tonight um, at work and actually he had a good question and I thought I'd ask you guys this question too uh, because I think a lot of viewers might be wondering this and so his thoughts were that he kind of understands you know what it is how it works like you know he's interested in crypto but what he's having trouble with is like how do you really value these coins I mean obviously it's worth what people think it's worth kind of like you know like fiat currency but um, is there any way to you know, to kind of help uh, value or put a value. Supply and demand. Right? Other than supply and demand. For the most part, I think it's the greater fool theory, right? If it's all speculation based, if it's speculation, it's like I expect to sell this at a higher price than what I paid for to somebody else who intends to sell it at a higher price than what they're going to pay for it. Um, so, yeah, it's just supply and demand and, and just a belief system that's all it is but when it comes down to the tokens that i'm heavily vested in like i do have some speculative ones like shib but shib shib shib's going to go to zero and i and i'd be okay with that 
But something like Cardano ADA and VeChain mm -hmm. and XRP, these are utility tokens. So they're solving real world problems. So they're speculative in nature, but they're also gonna appreciate in value based on how much they get used. Hmm. And if you build really strong companies, you know, alongside them, like Ripple basically is is spearheading usage of XRP and the Cardano Foundation is spearheading use of ADA and the VeChain Foundation for, for the VET token. So, you know, when it's getting used in enterprise applications with large corporations and large scale ways, then yeah, you can have a speculative run and you can also have a utility run. So that's what I would say. You know, don't just go on coins that are spec and hoping a, a greater fool will buy it, but get something that's solving real world problems that are changing mm -hmm. the future. And then I think it'll go from there. Like we talked about the voting, right? Like we 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 had a, before you got on, Kevin. We there was a vote of which which asset is going to be the best performer over the next twelve months. And there were like six hundred mm -hmm. submissions, and then they boiled it down to four to put on a YouTube vote. And seventy four percent mm -hmm. said Cardano ADA. Mm -hmm. So yeah, bring a lot more um, normal people or people that aren't typically invested in crypto going mm -hmm. into Cardano, right? That's it's like I'm reading a lot of news articles now of celebrities and politicians and, and, you know, just normal people in some cases, again, that are, 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 are really focusing a lot on Cordano. So yeah. it, you know, and that's something that I've actually, you know, I've, it's one of my, my bigger holdings right now too. So I can tell you guys like what I've got myself. Sure. Is this a uh, portfolio reveal? Let's pull out our <laughs> on, on, on screen. <laughs> so I've got some, um, some crypto.com coin. Okay. Hey, are you? Uh, did you get the credit card? It's in the mail. Yeah, I, I should have got it earlier, um, but I hadn't. I hadn't bothered, so I actually got it in the mail now. It's what tier did you go for? Uh, the Ruby. Ruby, Ruby Steel, good one. Nice. I used my Ruby Steel this week to uh, buy some some golf balls. Right <laughs> and then buy some gro groceries. And you got some money back. You got your two percent cash back. Yeah, and those those actually registered in the app right away. Yeah, it's like mm -hmm. a second, seconds of the purchase. All right, let's go. Let's pull out your ADA wallet, Kevin. So I've got, that I've got ADA. Yeah. So Cardano, uh, do, I've got some Dogecoin, uh, okay. VeChain, um, some Sheep, um, the XRP, right, a Ripple, Ethereum, yeah, uh, and uh, Bitcoin. So that's Good. that's what I've got right now. Those are great choices, man. They're going to do yeah. well for you. Sounds well vaguely familiar. Yeah, <laughs> same, as, same as mine. <laughs> same as mine. We're in the echo chamber here, right? We're just sounding off. We need people with new ideas. Somebody give us some new suggestions. <laughs> I know. When I look at all those other options too, like I'm, my mind kind of goes off in different directions. It's like, hmm, this one sounds like an interesting name, or yeah. sounds kind of cool. But um, yeah, I mean, these ones, like again, I like having a little bit of Bitcoin and Ethereum, where it's you know kind of the traditional. A little bit safer. It's almost like a portfolio, I guess, when it comes to, to stocks, right? You have a little uh, blue chips, Canadian or, or or U.S., and then you've got international, yeah, uh, right. And then you've got some bonds. So you know, my thought is, if you diversify and you know, you can't pick all the winners, but if you can, you know, uh, pick a handful of, of ones that are likely to be winners, then you're going to be in a pretty good position. Yeah. And um, so hey, for voter, hey. Or Dr. Bo or Bo Doctor. I don't know what you call your name. But you're right about that, Kevin. Yeah, a little bit of diversification. I mean, anything in the top 10 is going to do well for you. I mean, that's like 
the top 10 of the crypto market cap is the same as the, the top 10 of the traditional stock market in the S&P 500. So the ones we are betting on is the equivalent of the Facebooks, the Amazons, the Netflix, the Googles, the Microsofts, you know, the whatever else is up there, the IBM, the Teslas. Mm -hmm. So, you know, anyone in the top 10 list is going to, I think, do pretty well. I think, you know, you kind of got me interested in Polkadot the other day, too. So I've uh, looked at that one a little bit, too, thinking about maybe adding a little bit of that just to... It's a good good price right now, relative to where it was. Where it was two yeah. three months ago. I mean, I, I did buy some in the dip. Forty bucks. <laughs> did you buy it forty, Greg? Or? Yeah, I bought yeah, it I forty two. We had uh, t uh, Terry's friend T two. He he introduced the that the the coin to me and the the parachains and and then you learn you go down the rabbit hole. You learn oh okay. Uh, he was part of the Ethereum co-founders, the Ethereum Mafia, right? Yeah, Dr. Gavin uh, Wood. <laughs> Gavin Wood. So, it, yeah, it's 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 interesting how like okay, Cardano, uh, Internet Computer, ICP, mm -hmm. yeah, they're all part of this Ethereum Mafia. So, so they all all branched off in their own directions. But um, yeah, what what did your research tell you so far on Polkadot? Uh, I haven't actually had a chance to dig. Um, too deep on it into it yet, but um, I know. So I, I do need to learn a bit more about it and kind of make a decision in terms of you know how much I would allocate. Because what yeah. I'm trying to do is get in the habit of dollar cost averaging and um, just you know getting those maybe four or five that I buy on a regular basis, and then periodically, maybe every quarter or something like that, I'll I'll kind of put a little bit of money into some of these other ones just to see what, what percentage Kevin of your income would you say you have allocated to your savings and investment rate uh, as a whole yeah um, oh uh, yeah I'm gonna say like I'm, I'm trying to get it up to about 50% well you're mr. money mustache in the night I guess so are you part of the fire movement uh, it's uh, kind of yeah I'm working on that it's I'm definitely looking for an early retirement um, I'm not are you either a very, a very high income earner or you've just managed to like really like lessen all your expenses what's your secret um it's it's a little bit of both you know as as my career has moved up and my you know my income's moved up uh, I've been able to get my expenses down too like you know we got I got into the housing market uh you know many many years ago so I'm kind of lucky that way and that I've got a smaller mortgage so I can okay. I can kind of afford to do more investing now right on that makes sense a great savings rate how long have you been doing that for or, or, or close to it uh like the last four or five years I guess okay cool like so when do you see yourself retiring do you think you have a yeah. you, what are you are you in your 40s yeah wow. yeah, um, yeah early 40s so um, i'm hoping to retire by kind of my mid 40s is my goal okay good good it's good for you right. rock on man that's awesome age since 2013. <laughs> <laughs> thanks well, likewise. i just turned uh, 51 last month and i'm kind of semi-retired right now I, I just need another 10x to make me feel more comfortable in crypto though <laughs> <laughs> i could retire right now in thailand if i sold it all i could live a nice comfortable life in thailand um, yep. But I'd be bored. Um, I, I need, I need, I need, I need more capital to do more things. So, I'm with you there. You know, I'm hoping that crypto will be, you know, kind of that little that asset class that gives me that little bit of a boost. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, like many people, I've I've done a lot of dollar cost averaging on the stock market. I've been buying index funds. Okay. Uh, 
like it took me a while to figure that out too, like to stay away from trying to pick the latest and greatest uh, stock, right? And or the latest and greatest fund. So I've been sticking with index funds. Um, and, Are you in Vanguard? Um, no, I did the uh, the TD funds, the TDE series funds. Okay. Because because of those, you could you know they're not ETFs, right? They're they're mutual funds. Okay. Uh, so it's a little bit of a higher um, MER. MER those, yeah. but yeah. not much. Like I think it's what is it like point two five or something like that or point three? Like it's it's you know pretty low. Okay. Um, but the nice thing about that is that you can put as little as you want or as much as you want, plus all of the dividends are fully reinvested. Yeah, okay. so it's, it's easy. It's it's kind of a quick and easy way to, to invest. But with that being said, I mean, even um, with the recent run in the market, um, you know, the returns aren't great. You know, once you factor in, the, you know, all the averaging that's happening every year, like, you, you know, it, it's the returns are are certainly not enough to to be life changing. <laughs> like, it's almost like it's ensuring that you're going to be working for the rest of your, your life, pretty much. Right? <laughs> I, I've totally pivoted from the stock market. I have still some. I have a, some S and P five hundred fund. Um, mm -hmm. I got the B bus, the J P Morgan Chase one, which is 002 percent. Okay. So it's like two tenths of a percent. It's very low, but it's all self directed through Quest Trade. I do it all through Quest Trade. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I don't really, yeah, the, sorry, the dividends are not reinvested, but they're only paid every quarter anyways. So anytime I have a few extra bucks in the quarter, I just buy more. Hmm. But so yeah, it, it, it's only, it's only been giving me like, I don't know, a 30%, 26% return or something. And I look at crypto, my crypto returns have been, well, let's just say I turned a hundred thousand into $700,000. So. You can't do that with an index fund, I don't think. No, nope. And it's it's hard to do that even with a stock pick. I mean, you might get lucky, yeah. uh, but I think the risk, arguably, of one stock in most cases versus you know a cryptocurrency like one of the big ones is is quite a bit higher too, right? So um, you know, yeah. I mean, I, this is why I, got, I think moving forward, I'm going to increasingly switch now from probably putting my index investing on hold. Um, especially when the stock market is as frothy as it is too. Like it's, mm -hmm. it, and of course, currencies right now are, are developing. We might be heading into a high interest rate environment. And if we do, and we do see inflation, then, you know, I think that's not going to be good for the market too. No, it's not. Is your, is your TD mutual funds, is that held in a TFSA or an RRSP? Yep. Um, mostly TFSA. Actually, those are all like my, my regular reoccurring uh, investments are all TFSA. So just more recently, as I was, I think, chatting, uh, with you guys on the chat the other day, uh, I'm actually switching now to getting um, Ethereum and Bitcoin ETFs instead. Smart, smart. Yeah, those are good. And, and I figure I have enough stocks and stock investments, enough exposure to that market, either directly or indirectly, you know, by way of the CPP or other retirement investments that I have that like, I'm, I feel like I'm over-invested too in, in the stock market and the equity market. So um, I'm going to be starting to do dollar cost averaging and I'm going to be putting probably most, maybe 80, 90, even 100% of um, uh, of my income into dollar cost averaging in crypto. And again, if it goes down, um, just like I did recently, I'll, I'll buy more. Um, and that's what I did when we had that correction. I, you know, I thought, hey, this is a perfect time again. To get You're going to see a lot over the next few years, more and more money is going to be leaving the traditional stock market and moving into Crypto, same thing, commodities, um, precious metals, 
a lot of people are leaving gold and going into crypto. Yeah, so, people looking for something else, right? Some other asset yeah. class and something that that can kind of provide a bit of a safe haven from mm -hmm. from this current market. And again, with all the money that's getting printed, with you know what I feel has has been mass inflation that that is underreported um, and will continue to happen. Like I think we're going to see, you know, potentially hyperinflation over the coming years. And if we do, then it, to me, it, it just it it kind of builds the case and supports the case for for crypto and, and yeah. those types of investments. Can you imagine like paying a hundred dollars for a loaf of bread in the near future. That would be scary. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, back in the day when it, when a loaf of bread was maybe like fifty cents right, or, or yeah. five cents, they probably were thinking the same thing. Like, oh my God, one day, can you imagine if we had to pay, you know, five dollars or dollars <laughs> for a loaf? Yeah, and, quarter quarter pounder meals like ten or twelve bucks these days, right? Remember, there was like five five bucks, five six bucks. Three three ninety nine was was the value meal I used to remember. Three ninety nine. <laughs> Double, the double cheeseburger one with the you can you can get a Big Mac for that a Big Mac or a quarter pounder with cheese fries and a drink for three ninety nine. Nice. I'm I'm a little bit older than you guys. <laughs> hey guys, we got a comment here from Boder. Any thoughts on top ten coins for to hodl for for the next ten years? Uh, my three picks: XRP, V Chain, Cardano ADA, and Ethereum. Why not? Let's right. put Ethereum in there. Did you say Cardano? Yep. You bet I did. Okay. Kevin, you got any any thoughts? Three coins? I'll I'll pick three. Yeah. Uh, again, just like um, what I think maybe both of you are doing too. I'm also staying away from. Well, I'm not staying away. I mean, I've got Bitcoin, but I'm not buying more Bitcoin too because like I, I'm just you know again I'm having trouble feeling as though there's a lot of momentum because it is the big guy. Um, it is richly valued. I mean, it has the brand recognition, but I think more and more people are naturally going to start there. It's kind of like a, it's a, it's a gateway crypto um, gateway <laughs> investment. Yeah. <laughs> investment. Yeah. So people are going to want to pivot from that, I think, increasingly to other types of, of yeah. investments. So that's why I think, you know, Ethereum still has a good value proposition. Um, yeah. Like from what I understand, I mean, the, the beauty with, with Ethereum is their network. And yeah, the network effect. The network effect, right? Which is powerful yeah. and, and Metcalf's law. And it's only <laughs> going to get more efficient once they yeah. move to the uh, Theron 2.0. And the one good thing about Bitcoin right now is the narrative is shifting about it being a dirty cryptocurrency and bad for the environment. But Michael Saylor had a, he he formed a Bitcoin mining coalition. So he had a just in the last few days he had a, a get together with a bunch of the Bitcoin miners and got them all to commit to to find ways that could be more transparent with their energy usage and to start to move to more sustainable forms of energy. So that could be a good thing with Bitcoin. Mm. Kevin, have you gotten into any staking or earning interest on your crypto yet? Mm, not yet. So that's something that I, I mean, I've known about for some time, but I've never really quite understood it and understood how it works or how to be effective in doing that. So I think, that's something that I, I want to learn more about and I'm trying to learn a bit more about. Um, sure. mm -hmm. It's it's important. Super I mean, easy. It's, like, it's easy to do, right? You just, like, yeah. I don't think you did that the other day. You just basically just move the money over, I guess, into like, into another wallet. You From your wallet to Crypto Earn. Yeah. Like you have the Crypto yeah. Earn feature on your crypto.com, right? It's got your, mm -hmm. under your accounts. Check. Oh. 
Yeah, in your accounts, you got your crypto wallet. Then you've got exchange, crypto earn, crypto, crypto credit, earn. Mm -hmm. supercharger, and fiat wallet. And then your and then your crypto.com credit card. Yeah, yeah you it's just very... tap crypto earn. And then there's a little plus sign. It's a little circle with a plus sign. Yep. And then there you go. Choose your currency you want to stake. So Cardano ADA. And then choose your term. It tells you the interest rate you're going to get. Yeah. And, and I was then, actually doing uh, some research today for Bitcoin and crypto.com has seems like some of the best rates on around yeah, six and a half percent for your Bitcoin. six and a half percent. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're um, a rose gold tier, I get an extra two percent. I don't know if you can see up there. It says the next it says three oh, percent yeah. plus two percent. Hmm. So this is for yeah. Cardano ADA. So if I put ADA in a three month term, I'll get three percent paid back in ADA and an additional two percent paid back in CRO coin. Hmm. That's good. That's good. And um, then yeah, you just lock it away, and they pay you every seven days. You get you get a you get a, a crypto earn paycheck. Yeah, I just want to respond to Boder's question about um, are you guys taking any coins? He saw that Binance gives ten to fifteen percent for staking Cardano. Hmm. I saw that this week, um, but their their terms are very short. I think it's 15, 15 days that you get around yeah 13 or 15 percent i'll have to take a look but it's only just for the 15 days and, and then, then what happens user, after right? that yeah it's not that's always available yeah like, that's why i like crypto.com at least they're consistent you know the, the terms and conditions don't change like once you click yeah click and then and then here and so this is what it looks like kevin so then every time it says crypto earn that's an interest payment mm. so i don't know if i can just click your wallet yeah, what does this one say? Oh, that's card cashback. That's not. A, I want a crypto earn. Yeah. Let me go to a crypto earn. It's it's pretty easy to do on. That's for example V chain. Mm -hmm. So I made a dollar twenty nine. Oh yeah, this was this was that massage package fifteen thousand three hundred eighty six. <laughs> nice. Given. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see. Oh, it doesn't really show. Yeah, every seven days I'm getting a buck twenty-nine in that in interest, plus the extra two percent in the CRO. That's not one so of my crypto... big, Sundays. My biggest day. Sundays I get like three hundred dollars. Yeah, Terry's got a lot, a lot of uh, skin in the game on his portfolio. So he, you know, his crypto earn is is uh, must be really exciting to see all that passing. <laughs> well, I'll tell, Terry, you what, I'll tell you what. Great day. Because on um, I staked fifty thousand dollars for the rose gold card in CRO and that pays 12% per year. Mm. So $50,000 at 12% every seven days, I'm getting 115 bucks on that one. Mm. I love it. It's great. I know CRO uh, was down. Um, what was it to like 12 cents or something last this last weekend too. And yeah. I was looking at kind of going, I was looking at the chart going, wow, like <laughs> this, this is a great buy. Um, you know, it's, I don't think it probably is, you know, the most, flexible valuable highest kind of grossing um cryptocurrency out there but you know from what i understand but it's still it seems like it's still a fairly stable pick i think and so too yeah it has a lot of utility i'm actually shocked how low the price is really like i honestly with the amount it's being used because mm -hmm. um, it does get used quite a bit for um was it re for rewards and thank you yeah right. uh, you can exchange it for based on anything. sheer 
sheer supply and demand. Like I've locked mm -hmm. up $50,000 of CRO. I can never sell that. That is CRO that's not available for sale. So that's going to limit the circulating supply, mm -hmm. right? So when there's, when there's less supply, but the demand is the same or the demand goes higher, the price is going to go up. Um, so, you know, as more and more people buy these, get these CRO visa cards and they went from 1 million users last year to this time, 10 million users. You know, how many of them, like all three of us on the chat here, we all have a card. Greg, you've, 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 um, you've uh, staked $500 worth, right? You've staked $500 worth as well too, Kevin, to get it. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's a lot of, that's money that's taken off the table as well too. Every friend I know who's, who I got involved in crypto.com also has the, has the visa card. Mm. So they're locking up crow. So I, I'm surprised. I don't know what's keeping this price down. Like with the amount that's being staked, it should be a lot higher. Yeah. These well, prices, like this seems like a really good time to, oh yeah. to as well, right? Because I mean, for staking card, like you're, you're going to be getting a pretty good return on that money. So you get the card, plus you also get a really good return potential yeah. investment. So, so yeah. you're going to upgrade your card? Is that is that where it's going? Yeah, upgrade to the Jade. The jade <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about it, but I, I can't. Like apparently you can't upgrade or you can't seem to upgrade like if it's already in in progress. Mine's in progress right now. Oh it's, yeah, it has to be delivered first. I have to wait, unfortunately. Like I, I messaged wait, them and all they did is they send me the link back saying, yeah. um, "Click here, click there to upgrade it." And it's like, well, I can't because like yeah, it has it, hasn't it'll all be grayed out in the app until you're because yours is showing in an issued status, right? And then yep. it's after issued, it shows shipped status. And then usually you get it within seven to 10 days from the time they send you an email saying your card is shipped. And I guess you probably have to activate it before yeah. you can upgrade it at yeah. that point. Yeah, just go to any POS terminal or ATM and just type in your type in your four digits. I think you can do that within from within the app. You just gotta- Yeah, gotta before your first- yeah, you can choose your pin, but you have to activate it by actually putting it in a POS terminal somewhere. Like, uh, well, I did it at my office at the massage clinic. So I just did it right there. I charged myself a buck on the card. <laughs> and actually, that's where I thought you could have an infinite money loop. Because here's the thing, right? On the, um, on the POS terminal, I get charged 1.7% from the merchant provider, from the POS merchant. From, mm -hmm. And then I'm getting 5% cash back on my card. So I'm thinking, hmm, why don't I just keep charging my business tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars and just pocket the 3.3% difference? Because the, the money comes back into my business, right? Like I charge it on the card, it goes back in my business. I use that money to pay back the card and I just keep taking that 3.3. I just keep churning it over and get that 3.3%. But I think they call, they call that something. What is it? There's a term they use, um, money laundering. That's what it is. I think that's a bad thing. I don't think I should be doing that. <laughs> they might catch on. <laughs> I All think right. that's uh, called kiting or money laundering or something. Uh, they um, did cut me off. Quick comment here. Voters uh, coming down with the comments tonight. Have you yeah, guys uh, done any staking on PancakeSwap? I, I haven't done any, so I can't comment on this. 120%. That is something I want to learn, right? So you have to do this with a Binance smart chain, right? It's not, it's like PancakeSwap, I think is exclusive to Binance. Yeah, so um, you need their 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 native coin. Uh, yeah, so instead of you know, instead of Ethereum kind of being the bridge, I think BNB is the bridge. And yeah, again, you're just providing liquidity for it. 
and then they're making money off each and every exchange of your funds. And then, you know, you get a small percentage of that. That's the, I go, uh, one of those DeFi decentralized. Yeah. Up, right? Like this is true yield farming, true, true yield farming. Like staking is different from yield farming, right? Staking is just getting interest payments, but this is yield farming, right? Where you're putting up a bunch of different coins as assets, as liquidity for the exchange. And, um, yeah, they trading back and forth between other people. Like, say I wanted a Kisha Inu, right? We couldn't get Kisha Inu on Ccom or Binance, but you can get it on PancakeSwap, right? So yeah. you'd have to put something up for that. Um, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know how sustainable it is. I think the more people that put it up there, that if it, if it becomes overburdened with liquidity, like if there's too much liquidity, then they're not trading as many coins as they have available to trade. So your rates will probably go down. So it might be like just temporary. And then once people see, Oh, you can get 120% return. I'm going to give all my liquidity to them. And then of course, the more liquidity they have, the less interest they have to pay you. So, yeah, that's, have you, have you got an Ethereum wallet yet, Kevin or MetaMask? <clears throat> nope. I haven't progressed that far yet. <clears throat> Well, I got like you know, I want to get a um, uh, what they call what are they called a mobile wallet or <clears throat> you know, hardware wallet? Hardware wallet, yeah. So I've right. one of these the next yeah. on my list. Ledger Nano S. I've used up all the space on this already. <laughs> are you for real? Oh wow! Yeah, I only I only got like four four coins or something. Four coins used it all up. I think yeah. I was able to put like eight eight to ten. <laughs> I was oh, able really? to load up eight to ten apps. Was yeah, it four uh, sheep coins, Greg? Or <laughs> so is that the S? Is that the S or the X, Greg? The the S. Okay, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. So th yeah, that's that's one of the downsides. Um, but yeah, it's it's available on Amazon. Okay. Uh, yeah, the the X you have to order direct from their site, and the, there's there's a long wait. I think. Yeah, I would I would rather order direct from Ledger though in France. Because if it comes straight from the factory, there's less chance it's been diverted somehow and something. I think <laughs> yeah. yours was legit. You checked it over, Greg. You really, you're confident. Yeah, yeah, I made a video. You can you can do your due diligence. You know things like just making sure your recovery phrase isn't already filled out and yeah. <laughs> packaging hasn't been tampered with. And then the software itself does a does a, a check before it goes goes live. Okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, which one are you thinking about, Kevin? Uh, Trezor or Ledger or something else? Um, I'm, I'm open to recommendations. So if if you've got some ideas or if you've got one that works, um, you know, I, I'll probably just start there. I'm going to just get one and play with it again. And um, I think it's I guess it's good to still have as as a backup option, right? It's just one more one more tool that you've got to kind of diversify and and make sure yeah. that are protected. Yeah, but the thing is, I notice like like if you transfer Bitcoin to the Harbor Wallet, you can't earn interest on it, as far as I know. Yeah. So it's just for holding, and I'm always worried. Like if I transfer too much to this little, you know, as big as a USB stick, what if I lose it? Right. No, yeah, that's why you, you can lose that as long as you don't lose your recovery phrase. Okay. Yeah, you can lose the yeah. device. It's okay to lose the device. Just don't lose the recovery phrase. Yeah, I mean that that should be part of your, uh, I guess your will, right? It's yeah. I mean, you you know, need to make a tutorial. I know, you know it's so complex. Stuff. I mean, like, imagine if like 
how would I train my wife to recover my crypto assets in, in the event of my <laughs> untimely passing, you know? <laughs> you like, have to have a video or leave a, yeah. a video recording somewhere, right? And on a memory, yeah. Right? Do well, but I would re no, don't she do would that. In, like English <laughs> isn't her first language, so she'd have to like, I'd, I'd have to have the video translated into Thai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, hope that the person translating it doesn't try, doesn't get in on it too, right? And I know, right? Do you do you trust the lawyers? Do you trust whoever you trust? You know the the people in part. What was that passphrase again? Recovery. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Oh yeah, this one's for you, Greg. Your favorite BTT. Any thoughts on the future of BTT? Um, you know what? I haven't been following the news on on BitTorrent. Uh, it comes up every week. I should. But as far as my Bitcoin holdings, penny. yeah, I think I, I, I bought in at a hundred bucks. Well, a couple hundred bucks. Uh, traded in a hundred bucks for something else. I think Doge and uh, I think it's still worth just under a hundred bucks. So it's not really performing for me. I think I got in too late. Uh, April 5th was its all time high of one cent. And now it's at four tenths of a cent. So it's down about 60% off its all time high. Yeah. Number, number 49 in the market cap. No point Two. selling. Yeah. I'll just, just hodl it. Let me ask you guys show of hands, are, do you think we are entering a bear market or we're still in a bull market? <clears throat> Hmm. I, I thought it was a, possibly the beginning of, of a bear market, but then as you were talking and as I, I read some more articles and, and I, I read some, some surveys on some site too, where they're serving people, you know, crypto investors to say, you know, based on the current conditions, are you, you know, A, buying, B, selling, or C, holding or huddling? And they said, um, you know, I think the vast majority of people were, were either, or, well, most were still buying. Right and prepared to buy at those rates. So, um, you know, I, I, yeah, I kind of think that this correction was a good correction, mm -hmm. and it it took out some of the the fat in the market. And I guess there were you know um, some leverage again that got kind of unwound. So you know, I, I'm I'm going to say that it's still that we're probably still in a, a little bit of a, a bull market because I, I don't think that the the current excitement has has left yet. It feels like there's still a lot of excitement out there. Yeah, we haven't had like that blow off top that every other bull market has ended with, where it was just like parabolic melt your face gains. Where like you know you feel like immortal because everything is going up so high, and we haven't really had that. We've had some steady increases and some nice runs, but we haven't had anything melt your face. I'm on top of the moon. I'm gonna buy a Mars Tesla. You know. <laughs> We, we were pretty, uh, like Cardano broke two, two bucks. Ethereum was a 4K and Bitcoin was a 660. Like, it seems like there was so much momentum. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I shouldn't blame Elon. But there's the Elon factor. They're not really melt your face stuff. Right now, Greg, we're at 21 in the fear and greed index, which is extreme yeah. fear. Mm. Yesterday, it was fear at 27. But last month was greed at 59. Hmm. But right now we're at 21 in the fear and greed index. So we are in extreme fear right now. So that that indicates a buying opportunity when there's blood in the streets, yeah. buy everything in sight. Yeah. 
So I'm still buying. I mean, I did sell. I I actually I I lever I pared down some coins. I had 15. Sorry, I had 18 coins, and it's just yeah. too much to, to track. And um, I wanted to lock in more profits on my Hollow Chain, and my Matic, and my Zillica because they were still kind of 10, 15 x, and right. I didn't want them to drop anymore. If we are going into a bull, into a bear market, I figured I want to kind of at least maximize my gains on these alts that I don't really follow too much anymore. So I did lock in some gains on those ones, but I have been buying more Cardano ADA. I did buy more V chain yesterday as well too. Um, every day I'm getting more Ethereum and more XRP in my crypto urn and I'm mm -hmm. keeping them, keeping them in there. So I am buying at these prices. Yeah. V chain 11 cents. Great. Yeah. It got under, it got under 10 cents for a bit at that on the worst day, three days ago or whatever it was three or four days ago. Huh. Did you get worried, Kevin? Because like basically everybody's portfolio went down like fifty percent. How did you feel? Uh, yeah. So I, I, you know, and I and I saw that and I felt that, but at the same time, um, you know, I, I, you kind of have to get over the emotional component, mm -hmm. and you know, if, if you are buying into this for the long term, which I am now, like I'm, you know, I'm no longer sitting on the fence. I'm now committed to to moving forward with with doing this in a big way or bigger way. So. Um, I just thought, you know what, this, this is, uh, you know, it's a little scary, but at the same time, I'm thinking again, just like what you said, you know, blood in the streets. Um, this is one of those, those opportunities where, you know, the, if the price is on, if going down, it's on sale. Um, and you know, you're, you're buying a good quality, uh, coin, then I would go for it. Why, why not? So I actually, you know, uh, dumped some more money into it, right. I moved some more money over and, and bought more and lowered my dollar cost averaging or, or lowered my price rather. So, yeah. So, I mean, I was, I guess a little worried at first um, because you're kind of wondering, well, how far is this going to go? And, you know, could this kind of depreciate? Did you sell uh, anything at a loss? You nope. hodled all your coins. Yeah. I even got some more shipped. Awesome. Good. Yeah. Did you paper hands, Greg? Did you sell something at a loss? Be honest. No, not 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 since uh, not since the XRP and the the rare. Okay. Yeah. And you're also a net buyer in this market right now. You're you're buying up at these prices. Me. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm dollar cost averaging. I, I mean the last week I you know I was putting in quite a bit and uh, Bitcoin just kept going down, and once it got to yeah thirty thirty seven. Yeah, I mean, I've been topping up my Bitcoin and Ethereum, Cardano. Okay. okay. Lots, lots. So the three of us here, we're all net buyers. Like, we, we don't seem phased. I don't think we feel, you know, the market's at extreme fear, but I don't feel extreme fear. I'm like, meh, it just means I got to wait a little longer, you know? Yeah. Is that kind of the same sentiment for you guys? Just meh? Yeah, but I love getting these types of corrections because, again, it gets some of the, the fear of the market. It gets people that aren't serious about it. Out of the market and it's no different than when the stock market corrects <clears throat> it's an it's a natural cycle and i think it had you know really you know uh, too quick of a run in many cases too fast and um this this is healthy i think i see this as kind of a healthy adjustment yeah. and it, it needs to happen and hey to, if you're in a long term this is you know you need these you need your mm -hmm. assets to go on sale you want to buy your favorite assets at a lower price than you did the day before absolutely and you know i, I feel like that of the stock market like i've been eating dollar cost averaging but a good part of me thinks it would be better and wiser just to put that money into a savings account and get your 1% uh, 
uh, keep it and hang on to it until the next correction. And then, you know, you'll get, you're going to get arguably maybe a better return by kind of, but again, it's hard to time those cycles again, right? So this is where yeah. cost averaging. I don't so think I, anybody can actually know when the exact bottom is to buy and the exact nope. top to sell. I think it's virtually impossible. You just have to kind of know what you're buying and, and just watch for better prices. And yeah. yeah, I mean, if you see, like, again, I was looking at, or I got some Cardano at like, what was it? 161 uh, a few days ago. Okay. Canadian. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, again, when I saw that price, it was kind of like, well, like, that's, that's a steal like that. You know, that just feels like it's, it's a bargain. So when, when I tell you that most analysts think that Cardano could get to $2 before the end of the, or sorry, $10 before the end of the year, how much do you agree or disagree with that statement? Um, from what I've been able to see, and from, you know, I know you had mentioned that too, and there's that website. Uh, I think it was Greg that you had put on where you, it shows you kind of Cardano, the forecast. Cardano Africa? Oh, the price predictions uh, website. The price prediction site, yeah. Where it oh, shows right, all right. Of, all, you know, all, yeah, basically all Everything. crypto, and then it shows you kind of what they're uh, estimated to increase at. But, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, I don't know if it's going to go up. I mean, it's hard again to tell if it's going to go up that much that quickly. But I, I, I do think that you know, again, there's more value to be had there, and it's, you know, at, at that price point, it's super attractive, and it's, mm -hmm. you know, it, you know, I could see it easily getting to three. Four, five, six, but and if it goes, <laughs> so again at these prices, it still you know feels good. And, if, and again, if it goes down, um, you know, then all the better. Then I'll just buy more just and buy some more, right? And and average average yourself down a bit. That's the best right. attitude to have. We should, we should get some ADA shirts. Yeah, e Charles Hoskins, Hosk for Prez, twenty twenty four. <laughs> I know. Did, did you guys see that bus ad? I, I I didn't read the whole article. I just saw it briefly the other day. Where there's this bus ad in the UK, where they had yeah. uh, the bus ad basically said, if you're if you read if you're reading this or if you see this ad, um, then maybe it's time for you to buy some Bitcoin or something like that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> <Right>? yeah. <laughs> it's one it was of those cute. double decker buses, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a, just a good little way of kind of sending that message to say, like, you know, it's got so far down the path it's so mainstream now that like you know that you're seeing it on the bus <laughs> it's, yeah true it's time you know dive into this like don't wait any longer and you know and again i, I felt that too when they had the those bitcoin atms like when that started to happen too it's like okay you know this this is getting real now right this isn't just a hypothetical thing it's oh there you go it's time to buy <laughs> i would say the opposite if you're seeing bitcoin in a bus it's like yeah, maybe it's time not to buy they've advertised it's to everybody to buy ethereum. Could have, it's time to get it's out time to buy ethereum time to buy ethereum, <laughs> ethereum it's like Cardano. what warren buffett said years ago um you know how uh he was taking a taxi somewhere right and you guys may have heard this story too and the taxi driver was giving him stock picks. The tax driver was like, hey, you know, I think you should really look at getting this stock or or that stock. And and he said, you know, at that point, he said, I know, I kind of knew at that point that the market was overvalued, and oh, and yeah, it was time to get out because like everybody like right down to you know the bus driver um, or sorry the taxi driver is buying it. Then you know maybe it's kind of a little late now in the cycle, but yeah, it's not too late for Cardano though. It's too late. I think it's too late for Bitcoin and Ethereum to do anything really, really like explosive. I think they'll do well. They'll still perform. They'll still outperform the stock market. You'll still get a good return. But if you want really yeah. like mind-blowing, parabolic, explosive 
um, you know, asymmetrical gains. You want to go with something a little bit lower down the chain with a lower price. XRP, ADA, V chain. Those are my top three. Do you have any Dogecoin, uh, Kevin? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I've got, I think about, well, not much, but 500, I think, is it? What's okay. your average price on Doge? Let's take a look. Uh, I think it was 30 some odd cents, 35 cents. Okay, good, good, good. It's okay. Oh, your, your yeah. average price is lower than mine. Yeah. So you heard about again, the prices coin went base. down, so I bought more. Good for you. Have you heard about the Coinbase effect? No, uh, I think so. So uh, uh, Coin Bureau, the YouTuber, has a video on this. Um, but I think on average, it's about 20% pump that newly listed coins on Coinbase get. And I think Dogecoin is going to be listed there in two weeks. Mm -hmm. nice. So Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't... Oh, no, sorry. I have 1,000. Not 500. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I've got about 1,000. Good stuff. Um, and yeah, again, my thoughts too is that, it, you know, maybe a bit of a hype. Um, yeah, the last one I bought was on May 23rd at 37 cents Canadian. That was the last. Okay. Last May 23rd, okay. And then I bought some at, on, wait, uh, May, hold on. May 23rd at 38 cents. So 37 cents. Then I also got some at 38 cents. You can stake Doge on crypto.com as well, too, for interest. Mm. Nice. What's All my the Doge deal? is there now. I got uh, 2,600 Doge. Yeah. Current value, about 1,000 bucks. But my average price, I believe, on that is it's kind of high. Oh, no, 38.9 cents Canadian. <clears throat> I guess so. Okay. So not, not far from mine then. So I think. Yeah. I think I just, I just brought it lower because when it really dipped a few days ago, I did buy some more as well. It's 40.84 Canadian right now. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So it's three percent on Doge. If you, I'm if two point eight percent in profit on Doge right now. Woo! Sell it! Sell it all! Two point eight four. I don't think that the that the enthusiasm around it has has quite finished yet. Too like I, I kind of was wondering if maybe um, Elon Musk had, you know, said what he said, you know, with the thought of trying to kind of prop up Dogecoin, right? Maybe putting. You know, maybe he's got a bigger stake there that he's, you know, he's kind of hoping to um, to prop up. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that the excitement around that has quite subsided yet, right? Like, it's there's no. still more yeah. energy right. left on it. It's still going to take it to the moon, right? The, the moon, the literal moon. The moon. <laughs> First, I wouldn't put my life savings on that, but uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> but I'm good, you know, dumping, you know, a few thousand bucks, perhaps, and seeing what happens. It, you know, great, but you know, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to have massive runs. That's my gut feeling. Are but you open at all? Because um, I've been kind of doing full transparency on this channel. Um, I don't know, Greg, a little bit, not so much. But are you open to you giving us a figure of your crypto portfolio, Kevin? Um, yeah, I mean, just to read, uh, you know, so right now I don't have that much invested overall. I have about about 10K. Okay. Uh, total so um i have uh you know most of that again is in bitcoin or or ethereum uh so you know some of the other ones again like cardano right now i've just started to kind of build up my my investment so i've got a, it's about a thousand or, or just a little bit over a thousand dollars in that right now um and same thing with um 
uh, the, the VE chain. For well, that one, I've got about 500 bucks. So I'm, I'm just, I'm starting to kind of build. And um, again, for those other ones, like I'm, I'm going to probably focus my my monthly contributions on, you know, maybe those three or four and maybe staying away from, from Ethereum and uh, Bitcoin and not adding any more on that. Because again, I'm looking for, you know, for something that's reliable, stable-ish, uh, that, that has good growth potential that I can put money into for like the next three, four, five, ten years and, you know, know that it's not going to disappear and that it's, you know, that it's, it also has a greater chance of, of having a little bit of a, you know, a, a greater return, right, to kind of become a little bit more life-changing. Right. Because Greg, what do you, what are you up to now, Greg, in your crypto? Me? Um, I think it's over 10K US. Nice. Yeah. What is your guys' price prediction for XRP uh, if the lawsuit goes in Ripple's favor? Hmm. Maybe 10 to 15 bucks. Are you following the SEC lawsuit against Ripple, Kevin? <clears throat> no, but I heard you talk about it the other day, right? So it's, I think you were saying that it's maybe that's priced into right now. And once that's over, that we could see potentially a pretty big jump right it's kind of i think so holding it down a bit yeah because right now what is it trading at right now again it was uh, like just a dollar somewhere around there right dollar 15 canadian or yeah just but almost a buck just under US. a buck us yeah i think that could be an almost immediate 5x from there mm. yeah. as soon as like it's a liability to have on your balance sheet right now because if it's declared a security, then you you are trading unregistered security. So any exchange that's selling it, any bank that has it on its balance sheet, it's not really going to be good for them. There's a liability issue for that if they offer it to their customers. So once it's either cleared or there's no more charges can be laid against them, then boom, everybody's got to pick it up because it's being used. It has a high degree of utilization. It's being used and. It's Everywhere. Let's let's look at FiatLeak. FiatLeak.com. I know it's getting late, but uh, let's just take a quick peek. And I just want to see how many transactions. Ninety-four cents. Can I share my screen and just show you how much XRP is moving through the world right now? Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Share my screen. Share. All right. Here it is. Let the software catch up. So you see those little dots going across. Mm -hmm. so Turkey, Europe, Turkey, U.S., Great Britain. Here it goes. A lot's going into Korea right now. Hmm. This is just a lot of volume. I've seen it. I've seen it a lot faster. Sometimes it can look like a machine gun, just like rat -a -tat -a -tat -a -tat -a -tat -tat. It's going slow, I guess, because it's late. Which markets are open right now at this time? Yeah. Asia. Hey, Asia, maybe because Europe is is not open yet, right? Europe is is just waking up soon. Yeah, they're only eight hours ahead of us, I think. So what would that yeah. be? Yeah, six a.m. Yeah, Sing right. Singapore. It's one p.m. now. Okay, yeah. So there should be. Okay, here it goes. Now it goes. Korea's moving. Hmm. Yeah, it's picking up some speed there. So is this tracking real time? Real, real, real time? time, real time transactions. Look, if you look at that <laughs> box right there. Oh yeah, BitThumb. Crypto.com, Bitbank, wow. Bitfinex, Quabi. You can um, see the exchanges it's coming from. Like, yeah, oh. KuCoin. <clears throat> that's really cool. Yeah, maybe it's just taking. Oh yeah, that's a lot. Now it's picking up steam. It just took a lot for the the internet to catch up. 
But you see, like most of the trading, even in the U.S., there's a lot going on. It's 10 o'clock at night, guys, and look how much XRP is moving in the United States right now. Wow. Like every one of these is a transaction. All right. I better hop off and get some. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be your bedtime uh, task, before bedtime task. Somebody yeah. just moved 109,165 XRP. Has anyone funded on crypto.com today? Uh, I took money out. I withdrew money. Okay. Yeah. I haven't funded for a week. The last time was a delay. Didn't you have a delay as well, Kevin? I did, yeah. Well, on the weekend, um, I moved a, a bunch of money into there and I was you know, anxiously waiting because I was watching the prices go up and I'm just like, come on. Like, I was ready to pull out my credit card and, and just <laughs> put it on there for the time being because... Yeah, it, it took, uh, how long was that? Maybe seven hours, yeah, six or seven hours. That's okay. too long. Yeah. yeah, so by then, of course, prices had already gone up maybe 10, 15% from oh, that sucks. what I was oh. looking at originally. So, I, you know, I didn't, I took a little bit of a hit because of that. But um, I did some on, um, i trying to think that was a Monday. And it was, uh, it was almost instant. It was like an hour or something like that. So, okay, yeah. It's. It seems like it, it has improved because I think you were saying, Greg, too, that on the weekend, well, just because of all the market activity, right? There's a lot of people that were, I guess, dumping money in or out, and so they yeah. were slowing it down. But yeah, uh, Bo Doctor, my price prediction on Cardano and VeChain after ten years is a hundred times minimum what they are now, at least. That would be on the low end. I would say they are a hundred times more valuable in ten years than they are now. Hundred times. Three. Yeah, and probably even a thousand X, twenty five thousand X. Wow! You look at Bitcoin, and in, in, in Bitcoin mm -hmm. is two two million percent, so two hundred thousand X. So every dollar is two hundred thousand dollars. Kevin, ten year history of Bitcoin, two million percent increase in value. Mm -hmm. Two million percent. Yeah, well, that that could have been almost an un unfathomable <laughs> number. <laughs> Yeah, that's why, like, again, I think many of us, if we look back 10 years, just like we do now, 10 years ago, I think there's going to be a lot of regrets. Um, and, and you see that with most stocks. If you look at most blue chip stocks and you look back 10 years, um, you know, chances are most of them, maybe not all, but most of them are going to be priced and valued, you know, quite a bit more than they were 10, right. 15, 20 years ago, right? It's just. Did you buy Amazon 10 years ago, Kevin? Mm hmm. You did. No, you'd be doing okay. <laughs> well, no. Did I, you personally? Did you personally no, buy Amazon? No, no, no. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. But if you did, yeah, you'd yeah. be you'd be doing okay, right? It's a yeah. again, it's a good quality asset, and over time, it's going to become more desirable, right? As more and more people want a piece of of that action, so uh, that's why I'm thinking that you know, again, if you make those those investments now, ten years ago, or sorry, ten years from now, um, I think you're going to be probably feeling pretty good about it. As Confucius says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Next Second time best today. time is now. Yeah, mm -hmm. you got it. Well, I think we should end the this, truth. guys, because my wife wants me home. <laughs> yeah, thanks Talking for joining the, uh, the show, Kevin. Great show. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, guys. Really enjoyed it. And, you know, again, I, I enjoy watching you. And I, I think this uh, is a great little chat. It's nice to, to have something that's also... Um, that's easy for the average person to, to understand and follow, right? Because a lot of the crypto content out there, whether it's articles or, 
or other video channels are pretty sophisticated, right? And, and it's kind of hard for people to wrap their mind around. You know, we're good at dumbing down things, Kevin. We can dumb down anything. <laughs> right. Hey, I'm gonna that email you great. my. I'm gonna email you my uh, telephone number, and then we can catch up. I know you had sent me. Sounds great. Yeah, looking forward to it. Want to talk about? Cool. All right, guys. It's been a slice. Thank you, Cryptoverse. Thank you, Thank Cryptoverse. You like, subscribe. Thanks, everyone. Have a great yeah. night. Thanks, Kevin. See you. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye.